Hey friends, we're so thankful you're here, of course. This one is emotional, so get your tissues out. I've been a hot mess since we recorded this because we're hearing from our precious kids and it will melt your heart, encourage you, and inspire you. So, roll that intro. Hey everybody, this is the Langford Life Podcast. This is a daily podcast about our lives. We're two people with a unique family, a unique love story, sharing our story with the world. Yes, we're here to help grievers overcome any obstacle, to bring balance, and to dare to dream bigger than ever before. And most importantly, believe that you can do anything. So join us every day as we laugh and talk <laughs> and discuss things going on and thoughts and ideas. Yes, because life is messy, friends. You gotta laugh about it. Hello, everybody. Well, hello. Hello. Well, hello. It's been a minute. For real. There's been a lot happen. Yes. The whole world's kind of changed. Shut down. Completely. <laughs> Amazing. Hello, everybody. We are. <laughs> <laughs> this is episode twenty-one of the Langford Life Podcast. Are I you am nervous? Riding, I'm a little bit nervous. We have a very special guest tonight. We have a whole room full of guests. We sure it's, do. You're nervous. I can tell. Yeah. You're almost as nervous as when I told you on Valentine's Day that I hired the Tennessee Titans to come tickle you for your gift. I 100 percent believed <laughs> that the Tennessee Titans would walk through that door and tickle me. I thought, who does she know? She knows someone on the Titans roster. Someone who was associated with the Titans, I didn't know who was coming in, but I 100% thought I was getting tickled by a Titan. You may have been. <laughs> I may have been. Who knows? Could have happened. A lot of stuff happened that night. Uh, <laughs> Restart the podcast. No, this is gold. This is podcast gold. Reset it. No. All right. Well, let me introduce Let me introduce our guest here. We uh, we This is, as the title suggests, this is our Onward movie Review part two. Yeah. As we promised, we're, we brought in some of the the, the kiddos. The yeah. We brought in the big guns. The biggins. The biggins. The, the legit people that can tell you how it is. The B I G G apostrophe U N S is the biggins. So with us today we have Nolan, our fifteen year old. Nolan, say yes. hi. Hi. No, is say that, okay. Say hi. He actually is. He's fixing to be the next Randy Travis. This is what I feel yeah. in my heart. Don't but do that. I'm just saying. And so I'm automatically telling White not to spread our stickers around the studio here. <laughs> All right. Uh, we have Emmy, our 13-year-old. Hello. And we have Wyatt, our 10-year-old. Hi. All right. And so what we're going to do today is we're going to – we've already given our thoughts about the podcast, and uh, Alita and I have. And so uh, – not did I say podcast? You said about the podcast. I meant to say about the movie. So about the Onward movie. <laughs> Interesting thing is, was with this whole um, – it's COVID – is it COVID-19 virus? Yeah, or hashtag corona. Hashtag sure. corona. Um, We're unclear. The Wuhan. I'm gonna be like President Trump. Call it the Chinese virus. Yeah. Hey, but, um, that's okay with me. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. We love everybody, though. We do. I mean, we love Chinese food. Doesn't yeah. stop it from being food. That it's Chinese. Um, not a problem. But anyways, <laughs> right, I'm getting the uh, the move along signal. Um, so the interesting thing is with that is that the Onward movie hasn't done too well. And so I read this morning that Disney has actually gone ahead and made it available for streaming now. Well, can I also say that I think all movies have gone? Yeah. I sent you that text. Yeah, today. it didn't have the opening weekend and stuff they wanted because, because of the virus and yes, things. And now people, people Which just Which they going. should be. They should be because yes. you got to be responsible with it. Yeah. Um, but anyways, so they made it available for streaming and it's actually going to be on Disney Plus April 3rd. Mm-hmm. So they want to make sure people see it. 
Uh, I feel like they really believe in the movie and they think it's Why a good message. Why do you message. think so? Just with the heavy subject, what we're about to talk about with the kids. Yeah, I think they I'm, want people to I'm see just it. curious what you think, what their thought process is. I think Pixar, just given like with Up and with Coco, uh, that they are they really feel like kids are smarter than most mm-hmm. animation studios let on. And that they want... You know, they're not interested in just bathroom humor. They actually want to do meaningful stuff that leaves an impression on the kid. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that with Up and with Coco, you guys... Mm-hmm. Can I also add something to that? You know yes. Brene Brown, who we love, mm-hmm. who's the shame expert? Yes. We've made all y'all listen to Brene Brown, her TEDx talk on oh, shame. Yes. Yes. She actually went in as part of her shame research and went and interviewed um, Pixar. And really? actually said that they have, they said, Pixar was like, look, everything in life has acts and mm-hmm. chapters. And there has to be conflict to resolve and really grow out of shame. Yeah. And that Pixar is really committed to kind of working, helping people work through that through animation. Well, I think they do a great job, honestly. Yeah. I know some of them. Some of the most uh, emotional moments that I've had watching movies have been Pixar movies. Wally, I mean, they they do really good. They have a good job of uh, do a good job of hitting different emotional notes in their movies. Things that you don't typically see in a big blockbuster film. They do a really good job. Other studios try to imitate, but they can't quite duplicate. But um, hmm. so uh, so we're going to get to this interview with these children and children. <laughs> we use the term children because you are children. Even though some of you are very young adults, You're but correct. let's um, let's start off by this. Just kind of, we're going to have some questions just for individuals, and then some just kind of round open to the three of you. Okay, um, so Amy, I'm going to start off with you. And um, what was your your general top takeaway from the movie? Um, my top takeaway, I guess, would probably be. Um, that, I mean, the younger brother, Ian, in the movie, he really didn't know his dad at all. But his older brother, Barley, had, you know, some time with him, and Barley actually had a father. And he wanted to see his father again, and Ian didn't really realize that he, all this time he was missing his father that he never really met. He didn't even realize that he had a father figure beside him the entire time, which was Barley, his older brother. Okay. I love and, that, Amy. So the main message of the movie... I love that really resonated with you is that it's it's not necessarily who you've lost it's who you still have with you exactly is, yeah. is and the, how people who still have can also fill in that spot that you don't have like an actual like, a father figure you know mm-hmm. well, I don't know but, but, but yeah no that's good that's really good that's really good so as we sat in this theater and uh, Lee and I talked a lot about this um, on the last podcast the part one to this episode we were, we were concerned. Like we thought that <laughs> we were going to come out of this thing with seven kids crying, crying. <laughs> and um, the first twenty minutes, I was white knuckling it. Like yeah. this is the worst thing we've ever done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And why did we do this? Why? Did we <laughs> so, this? what do you guys think about that? Do you think it was? Do you think that it was as kids of having lost a parent? Do you think it was worth going to see? I think it was uh, worth it because I mean. It was, I'm glad that we went to see it. I'll just, I'll say that just for okay. a couple of reasons. How about you, Nolan? 
I think it was a good experience. I um, I don't know if it was very uh, important to where the to like how I was feeling or yeah. not really changed my mindset or anything. But okay. I think it was a good movie. Um, hit different areas definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, I definitely went back and kind of uh, recovered some things that I know all three of us have gone through. Definitely mm-hmm. at one point, definitely hit a note in our heart. It's really good. Wyatt, did you think it was worth going to see? I think it was, but I also think it had its ups and its downs. Yeah, so so it made you sad sometimes? Kind of. Yeah, I get that. didn't have a big effect, though. (laughs) (laughs) It didn't. Okay. All right, tough guy. Uh, (laughs) No, you said something interesting I I want to go back to real quick. You said it didn't really change your mindset. What do you mean by that? What What was your mindset going into First of all, can I just say one yeah. second how proud I am that he even cares about his mindset? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so proud. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, um, my mindset was just really it's another movie, and it kind of stayed that way. Of course, I felt emotions going into it, and I felt emotions coming out, but it didn't really change the overall of how I was feeling. It was still just a movie, although it did strike notes to me during the movie. Do you think? Do you think you were guarding your heart a little bit because you knew this was going to be about a deceased, uh, a deceased parent? Do you think you went in and kind of guarded, kind of had your armor up a little bit before you went into it? At some points, I'm sure I was like not inadvertently trying to guard my heart, like mm-hmm. sub- subconsciously. I probably didn't even know I was doing it. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure that's probably definitely at some points in the movie what I was doing. Yeah. Yeah, I see that. All right. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, I was just we've been making serious eye contact there. Um, so, Nolan, you saying that? I want to touch on this one other question. Do you think this movie was beneficial? Do you think it served a purpose at all? Do you think it's going to help anybody? Why did they make it? I think it definitely uh, it can relate differently to all different types of personalities. Um, there are people that'll take it and they'll like thrive with it, and it'll be good for them to be able to relate and cope with the cartoon characters, especially being younger. Um, but I also feel like for some personalities, they can uh, kind of shrivel around that and they become kind of tied up back in their emotions mm-hmm. instead of really focusing on the positive. I have a question. You said earlier, you said the emotions going in and you had emotions going out. Mm-hmm. And you talked about emotions again. Can you kind of dig a little deeper on that and say and tell us, you know, what were those emotions that it triggered? What what emotions did it kind of bring to the forefront? Because, I mean, whether people are going through loss or just even with the virus, right? Mm-hmm. Change going on, uncertainty. Yeah. I feel like our families handled the virus so differently because yeah. we've actually experienced the worst of the worst, right? right. Would you guys agree with that, that you feel like... Yeah. So when you say you've experienced emotions going in and emotions going out, do you feel comfortable sharing a little deeper on that? Like what emotions does it trigger in you? Yeah, it wasn't uh, it wasn't too severe. Going into it, I was just excited. I thought it was going to be a fun movie, fun night out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had more of uh, a happy mindset. I was just excited for it. Did you know what the movie was about going in? Somewhat. Okay. I knew it was about somewhat. I didn't know it was as deep as it was. Did I didn't either. I, didn't I knew the premise um, because we'd just seen the preview like the week before, right? Uh, it I looked humorous. Almost. It looked it looked yeah. slapsticky, right. um, which it wasn't. It, which it was not. No, um, 
But um, so you did you did kind of know what the premise of the movie was? Yeah, I knew somewhat. Um, I knew it was going to hit on that subject. I didn't know it was basing the movie off mm-hmm. of it. Um, I knew the father was like they were trying to bring the father back from the dead, and to, for like I I didn't know how much it was for, but I knew it was a short amount of time. Yeah. So I knew it would be hitting that area, and I was kind of concerned for Wyatt and them being super close to home. Right. Um, and I agree with you. I was fully expecting one or two of them to break down. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I knew it was definitely going to be somewhat serious. I thought it was focusing more on the comedic side of the film. Yeah. I have a question. Yeah. For any three of you, do you think it matters in a movie if it's a father or mother that's lost? Does it trigger the same emotion? I think it does in a way because, I mean, for me, even just seeing like, I mean, it, it doesn't, it doesn't. Um, how it doesn't is really just because, I mean, all loss is the same. I mean, like, the first Christmas that of the year that I lost my mom, like, it was, we watched some Christmas movies where the father had passed. And I still, mm-hmm. you know, it, it might have just been, like, it was too close and too soon, but yeah. it felt, it still the was same. raw, you know, same, yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's also the same, I mean, it's also, like, uh different because I mean it could be about like what like an onward uh the father like you you Ian really needed a father figure so it's different it can it relates to like like why I mean he he didn't have a dad like mm-hmm. to you know be there and stuff so it might just be like mainly for him you know like his Ian wrote down a list of you know stuff that he wanted to do with his dad and I'm sure why it felt the same way and uh, it's it's just different that way. Like mm-hmm. I didn't, it didn't really hurt that much for me, but it mm-hmm. could have hurt a lot more for Wyatt. You know, this yeah. really good Emmy. What you know, any thoughts on that? Or? I believe the premise of it is the same, but um, yeah, definitely. Whenever I'm watching a movie and I see uh, a mother pass away, regard uh, mm-hmm. different than um, a father, it definitely hits a little harder. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to relate. If I'm watching a movie mentally, I'll relate the father to the mother, the mother to the father, regardless of who passes. But yeah, pain is pain. Um, mm-hmm. It can differ from who it is or how important they were in your life or how impacting, but pain's pain. I love that. That is the truth. Because I think it's important for us to acknowledge that, you know, that makes me emotional. Because mm-hmm. pain, different pain can look so different. I mean, so many kids are raised by their grandparents. So many yeah. kids are influenced so much by their aunts, uncles, friends, whatever it looks like. And that pain is pain. And so important that maybe Pixar is actually looking at a bigger picture here of yeah. saying, that's really good. Nolan yeah. of saying, you know, that you, these boys may have lost their father, but, Anyone could really relate to that because mm-hmm. losing someone who's been influential in your life or impactful yeah. is so important. Wyatt, do you have anything to add? Uh, I guess. Um, well, a mom and a dad both play their different roles. Mm. Um, uh, I would think that the dad would... Um, uh, he would be more of the outside working kind of guy. He's outside working and uh, doing mm-hmm. all that, mm-hmm. providing most of the money for the family. Mm-hmm. And um, 
I like to think some most moms that uh, I know of, they like to, they stay home with their kids, <laughs> and uh, yeah. So. The thoughts and opinions <laughs> presented by Mike <laughs> not necessarily reflect those of Mike Lot podcast. Right, but are you but are you saying that because you feel like that when a when a father passes away, it maybe feels different than when a mom passes away because the mom's home all the time. Is yeah. that what you're trying to say? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I get that. So, did it make you feel? I mean, having lost you lost your dad. Yeah, yeah? you were mm-hmm. six years old. Yeah. It was four days before Father's Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you were the oldest and yeah. you were having to handle that. So did this movie trigger, would, and trigger by, I mean, did it make you sad at all? Not, not really. It didn't really make me sad at all. Um, I don't know why it just didn't, didn't hit me that hard. So, yeah. Okay. So you enjoyed it? Mm-hmm. I thought it was a good movie. And did so. it bring awareness? Do you feel like it brought awareness? If your friends watched it, would you be like, I'm so glad you watched this because now you can kind of understand how I feel? Um, I mean, I think so for, like, some specific friends. Some specific friends that I have. Um, some of them don't know how it feels. And, like, sometimes they'll put pressure on me and I won't know what to do in that moment. Mm. Okay, pressure on you mean how? Like, um, like they'll, um, be like, come on, come on, it's Father's Day, what are you gonna do this time? And I'll go, mm. like, I don't have a dad, remember? Mm. Oh. So, yeah. And no one named me have had that too. Yeah. yeah. How does that make y'all feel when. It's okay. When that stuff happens, how does it make y'all feel when your friends do that? Unknowingly, in my opinion, I have one word for it. Yes. Crappy. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Is that true for all y'all? Yeah, that makes me. That makes me frustrated. It's just a lonely feeling. Mm. It's um mm-hmm. left out. Oh. Sometimes you find out either your friends are just the people or people close to you don't have to be friends are just selfish about it or just not acknowledging your personal life. And uh, even something as life-changing as losing a parent, they can just not think of constantly. And that affects so many different areas. And just little things, asking you to go somewhere, saying, hey, ask your mom. Just little things like that. And it can it can hit hard mm-hmm. sometimes. Mm-hmm. Of course, you've got to get on with your life, and you can't constantly fixate on little things like that. But yeah. It still hurts. Yeah. We did an episode uh, just a while back, and it was dealing with kind of help people who know people who have lost, because that's an awkward position for them too, you know. And we can we can be um, we can be the bigger people having lost, and you kind of nod your head and you go on about it, but that still hurts a little bit, you know. And you know, most people aren't the forefront of your mind isn't. Oh yeah, Nolan lost his mom. Or why it lost his dad. That's not in the forefront. And so they say things without really thinking it through. And um, That can think, also make them feel like really sucky too. Exactly. Like, As they're walking away, they're like, oh, no, I forgot. Yeah, I forgot. And so you guys are, in my opinion, have a lot of grace. You know? I agree. Um, because you could carry a huge chip on your shoulder. And you could be that person that every time they said, hey, just ask your mom. You'd be like, 
I don't have a mom, you know, yeah. idiot, you know. Yeah. Um, but I think all three of you guys are the grace. You take that graceful approach, you know, and um, don't make them feel horrible for saying it. But right. at the same time, let them acknowledge, like, hey, you know, remember. And also, like I'd like to comment on yeah. that. Um, you don't want that to be the forefront of other people's mind. You don't want them, when they think of you, to immediately go, no one doesn't have a mom. Why doesn't have a dad? You don't want yeah. that to be. You don't need that that to be your identity. Yeah, you don't want to be the trash person. Oh no! You don't want to be that's that person. Mm-hmm. Can we dig into that a little bit? Um, I, <laughs> I really don't have any specifics on that. It's just. Um, okay. Well, let me ask you some questions. Yeah. <clears throat> that is deep. It's huge. It's like a whole another show. <clears throat> because identity <laughs> is so huge on how we view ourselves, mm-hmm. and so when you. Because you're the oldest here, view yourself, and someone kind of comes up and it, it's like, is it kind of like a glass of cold water in the face when you realize, oh my gosh, my identity is now, I only have a dad. Is it like this feeling of like, I don't even, I didn't, almost like shock every time? Does it feel like shock? It can be. It really depends on who it is or what. You're going through the time. How long do you think it lasted a shock? Um, probably about four or five months for me. Emmy, how about you? I mean, probably like whenever we get back to school, you know, from everything happening. Probably just like when people started, you know, like shutting their mouths because they were afraid they were going to say something wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, around that time, and that can also make you feel like really lonely because mm-hmm. they don't want to say something wrong. But you also want to still have your friends around. So it it can be kind of, yeah, just really just about five lonely. months. Yeah, yeah lonely. Yeah. So you guys talk a lot about loneliness. I feel like Ian in the movie really was lonely. But yet he wasn't alone. His big brother was constantly attacking him. <laughs> His brother was... <laughs> <laughs> his brother was constantly and do you not think that you know when I saw the older brother you know I, lo- I look back at the movie and I think um, what was his name Barley Yeah, he was an interesting character because I thought you know he was this kind of big doofus like that was like people were like oh stop but yet he was kind of the hero of the story he was and I think that's so important to know just that you know sometimes you may feel alone and you feel like you're the outcast this boy is the one who's like into things that people aren't mm-hmm. you know into things that um no i wasn't <laughs> I was just talking. <laughs> but into things that people aren't into and really trying you could tell just really trying to kind of get the younger brother like up and out like come on like be your best self mm. Don't you think that yep. was true? I think that was very true. He was constantly like, be your best self. And even through all the magic, he was telling Ian, believe in yourself and you can do so much. Something I found Which interesting too. Which speaks to my heart. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. That's uh, underlying. I think that's something you uncovered there, a layer that maybe wasn't as uh, prevalent. But when you really start examining this area, I also found it interesting that that particular character, what was he doing the whole time? He was trying to preserve memories around the town, but yet when it came to his dad, he didn't want to think about the memories because it wasn't a good one. Mm-hmm. Did you ever pick up on that theme throughout? He was all about saving things from the past, except for because he carried guilt with him from his dad. He didn't mm-hmm. want 
And if you guys remember, the, the deal was is that I guess his dad passed away in a hospital, and he was a little guy and was going to go and in to say, wires, yeah, tubes, all the yeah, wires and tubes. And so he was blocking that memory out while he was trying to preserve all the history of things his dad cared about. So on that note, this is getting real sensitive. So if you don't want to talk about it, we can edit it out. <laughs> but We're not going to edit it out. <laughs> so Amy Nolan yeah. had their mom pass away in the hospital. Mm-hmm. And Wyatt woke up one morning and his dad just never came home. So when we talked about, when they talked about the the tubes in the hospital, did that trigger anything for y'all? Um. Yeah, it did. Um, mainly just because it. I mean, my mom passed away like two years ago, mm-hmm. about, and um, I mean, it's it just brought me back to that hospital, you know, where she passed away, and you know, just hearing the, uh, I guess, the beeper of the beeping machine and stuff, and uh, yeah, so I just kind of thought about that, about that. Wasn't that fun? <laughs> yeah. For sure. What about you, Noah? Yeah, um, that was probably of the whole movie the the thing that hit the hardest. Yeah, close to home. Um, that was definitely I questioned several times in a, in a short amount of time while in the hospital whether I was going to go in or not. Yeah, because I'm and when I was given the option of going in and saying goodbye to staying out and mm-hmm. just not entering the room, I I wanted to stay out. Yeah. I know I'd regret it later on. Yep. So, yeah, I just, seeing those wires, seeing the tubes, it's not, it's scary. It is. And, and no matter what you're going through, who it is in your life, it's scary, especially someone as close as your parent. Yeah. But also, earlier on um, in that day, from what no one's talking about, we were also told that our mom wasn't going to give, she didn't have a lot, a long time to live. So seeing her that way, like knowing that's how she's going to go out was really devastating. It was undignifying and it was kind of like, um, mm. it was almost a sense of rude. And I don't really know any better words to put it. Yeah. But it seemed, you know. Well, I think looking back, of course, we've talked about this Dozens and dozens and dozens of times. I think looking back on it, you guys will never regret going into that room. No. Ever. Because, you know, all of us sitting here at this table, we're believers. So we know that death is a transition. Yeah, she's you know. And so, kind of like you said, though, it was a, kind of a abrupt, kind of a rude. Yeah, I think that's great. So, um, <laughs> um, tough. Tough uh, to talk about for truth, sure. We paused. Yeah, we did have to cry. pause and take a little Kleenex break. <laughs> yeah, um, because we're real people. Because we're real people, and we're these are real hard. kids who have gone through more than any kid should have to go through. Yeah. <laughs> Do we need to pause again? No. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's just the truth. It's Stop. tough stuff. So we, we were doing this because we really truly feel like this is going to help folks, and this is going to help. Um, just death is a tough thing. Super tough thing. And it comes to us all. That's, I say it over and over again that it's one of two unique experiences that all humans share. We're born and we die. That's two things that we all do. And um, it's tough to talk about. But getting back to, uh, let's go a little deeper. <laughs> um, so the theme of the movie is is that their dad was dabbling in wizardry in this fantastical world where magic is real. 
or was real. And so when the boys turn 16, he leaves a, a wand that needs a special stone. They have to have an incantation. The little brother is a little has a little bit of the magical flair, and they're able to bring back half the dad. Okay? And so the rest of the movie is spent them trying to find another stone in order to bring back the other half because he's only going to be there for 24 hours. Because the, while they were getting uh, trying to get him back, the stone broke. So exactly. That's why they had to yeah, it burst. Yeah. yeah. The magic was too too much. Yeah. So this is this is what I thought that would bother you guys more than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and no one even talked about it was if you had that chance to bring your parent back for one day, would you do it? No. Yeah. We got one no, one yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I'm kind of in the wide's boat. I don't think I would do it. Um, I feel like um, for my part, I feel like I said my goodbyes, you know, and like I said, we're all believers at this table. I feel like, it would be a huge letdown for them to have to come back, you know. Um, why will you talk about that a little bit? Do you have any thoughts uh, on that? Why you would you wouldn't do it? Uh, well, one of the reasons that I probably wouldn't want to is because it would just bring back more pain. I would think because you'd basically be watching them leave again because mm-hmm. they're coming back for only twenty four hours and they're leaving right after that. Yeah. Um. So I think it would just bring back more pain for me, and it would I would not it would just hurt more I would think. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. That's good. All right, Nolan, Nimi, can you guys talk about why you would? Um, I would um, even though technically I I did get to say um, goodbye to my mom. Um, and uh, I did say I did get a chance to say goodbye and uh, all that, but I mean, I have uh, actually been ever since she passed. I've been writing a journal mm-hmm. called um, "Just Dear Mama" stuff, and just basically just catching her up on everything that's happened in life. I love and, that. I mean, even though she can't read it, I would still think it'd be cool to. I mean, just. Really, just to see her again and to actually tell her those things because mm-hmm. I mean, the things that she would like to know and stuff. Um, and it, and that's just uh, me thinking that she can't see us. Yeah. Like, I mean, no one knows, so she mm-hmm. could know everything already. But I mean, just be nice to see her again. Yeah. What would you know? I would want her to come back because, truth be said, I had a wholehearted belief she was going to be healed. We were in the hospital room, and we were said that she couldn't be healed, that she wasn't going to pass. And in some sense, I I knew that. I knew that it had been too long, and I felt like it was kind of the race was kind of over. Hmm. But um, in another sense, I was completely still believing and praying that she'd be healed and be a miraculous. And I I love thinking about Lazarus. I mean, even in that situation, he's dead. Yeah, he was gone. Yeah, and I know that that's a one in a million situation when it hasn't happened for so long but I thought why not mm-hmm. why not if it could happen then I thought it could happen now and there were just questions with me thinking that she would still be healed there's things I wanted to tell her and questions I wanted to ask her believing and I, I didn't tell her because I, I was feeling that I would kind of push my faith to believe that she'd be healed and um, I actually didn't tell her or ask her yeah and, that would be those 24 hours that's how I spend 
Yeah. Had questions, conversations. Yeah, and that's actually that's a that's a podcast for another day. We are going to do because we had two faith filled, spirit filled believers in why your dad Floyd and no, only your mom Jen, and uh, you know both of them were one hundred percent believing in healing, and uh, Floyd was very open and faced his possible death very openly and was was very clear with his family, whereas. Jen wasn't. She wasn't. She didn't want to talk about it, you know. And, and so we're going to talk about that a little bit more. We may have y'all back to talk about that a little bit too. Mm-hmm. Just you know, death comes to us all. You know, um, sometimes we're able to know it's coming. Sometimes we're not. Sometimes it's sudden. But uh, I, I just, I think that's probably good for today. Uh, I just want to thank each and every one of y'all for coming. This is tough stuff. It's tough, tough stuff. And uh, we're going to review. Uh, Mary Poppins returns. <laughs> so uh, yeah. so uh, the shoe will be on the other foot for Wyatt uh, very soon. Mm-hmm. But um, thank you guys. Anything else you want to say? If if there's a kid listening out there, somebody your age, Nolan, your age, Jimmy, your age, Wyatt, you know, what would you say to them? If you could just give them one piece of advice, like if they lo- were to lose a parent, what would you what would you say to them? Um, probably what I would say to them was um, – I mean, even though, like, me personally, my parent wasn't here, like, if I were them, I would still, like, write to them, mm-hmm. like, have a private journal yes. like I did, and, uh, or I still do, but just, like, you know, not act like they're still around, but just act like they can hear you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah I love that. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. and yeah, I love that. How about you, know? I would just say, and I don't have anything quite like that I just say hold on but move on mm. and you just gotta hold on to the memories but you can't be the good memories obviously you don't want to rotate in your head them in whatever situation they're in but you want to move on you can't fixate on that stuff um, think about your future plan your future know that you have hope mm. and whoever around you that's gone through that still has hope yeah. so kind of like prepare for the worst but you know like hope for the best yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a podcast we did a while back, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I was about to say, that's what you say all the time. Yeah. <laughs> you used to say all the time. <laughs> well, yeah, you used to say. <laughs> you used to say all the time. Now we, we anticipate the best and prepare for the best, don't we? Yeah. Yeah. All well, right. all I have to do, he doesn't want to share. Oh, you don't want to share? No. Okay. All right. All right. So... That was intense. That was intense. That was intense. Yeah. Can I, um, I just want to acknowledge the fact that these three took major bravery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't imagine sitting in y'all's shoes. I just couldn't. As a 15 year old, a 13 year old, a 10, it stinks what's happened, you know, but I think it, if anybody's a testament to how you honor the memory and move forward, I think it's you three and just a magnificent job. And I know, I know for a fact, well, I can't say for a fact, but I've with all confidence (laughs) that your parents are very, very proud of who you guys are becoming. Yes, absolutely. So thank you guys for coming in. We appreciate it so, so much. Guys, thanks for listening to our podcast today. That was a tough one. It was a tough one for everybody in the room. And uh, there was multiple pauses, multiple um, Kleenex breaks. Uh, It was tough. But uh, 
That's kind of the meat of our podcast right there. That's all clinics breaks needed by me. <laughs> <laughs> Not all, but most. most. But uh, that's going to be the meat of our podcast. Um, that's the stuff we're going to dive into deeper. Um, we were being light and funny too, but you know that's that's what we're basing this around. That's what we believe is going to help people. Um, we want to we want to help hurting people. Um, so that's that's kind of our mission statement. But we would very much like for you to. Uh, to listen to this and to share it, uh, whether it be uh, on Facebook. Uh, Lita's going to post this later tonight. It'll also be up on our um, Lankford uh, Life podcast uh, Facebook page. Um, it'll also be up on Twitter and Instagram. Please share it, uh, like it, uh, comment, send your questions, comments to our uh, email address at langfordlife at gmail.com. And uh, then, of course, you can find this podcast, obviously, on the platform you're listening to, but we're also on all the, the big ones, uh, Apple po- uh, Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, all those. So we just appreciate you guys listening in so much. And, um, we sure do. Yeah. And uh, have a great weekend and be safe and wash your hands. <laughs>